Hey, do you know how to get to Lubbock? You gotta take 61 up to 23. Hey, uh, Dylan, Dylan East, right? You're the coach at Dylan East. You've lost your inner pirate. Uh, you know, sword, have you ever heard swing your sword? You're supposed to swing your sword like this. You're swinging yours like this. I mean, uh, you've got to find your inner pirate. A lot of times things just happen for a reason. We don't know why God wants it that way, but you can't make the best out of it until you get back your inner pirate. You might be the luckiest man alive and not even know it. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, fuck. My bad. Hell yeah, Drew. I love the energy. Fucking let's bring it. Let's have a fucking pirate adventure. <laughs> what do you say, old son? I think the pirates need to start playing better instead of giving up fucking monster fantasy points and monster fucking dogs and Cincinnati Reds who have yeah. lost everybody lately. Oh my! I mean, Brower's gone. Sunny, Sunny Grayson's there. No, that red no, team is there. good. They're not that good. They're not. They, they ain't no O one red nasty boys. Good. They ain't got the nasty <laughs> boys in the in in there. And so fucking, fucking Jim Edmonds. They might make some noise. They'll make some noise, but come uh, come July twentieth, you'll be like, oh yeah, the Reds is an easy W. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. I mean, Reds come out hot. I mean, a lot of good baseball around the league. We'll fucking, well, we're going to get heavy into our Pirates minor league talk. I can't wait. That's going to be at the back half of the show, guys. You're going to want to stick around for that. I mean, we're giving out the top, top ten prospects. We're just going to break them down, give you guys a little feel for it. You excited about that, Drew? Dude, you have no idea how excited I am to talk about some Pirates minor league baseball. There's some characters on this top prospect list that, I mean, some of them are going to be great baseball players. Some of them have, I mean, they have careers in other paths. That's not a negative or anything like that. It's just, just what I'm feeling for them. I, I got an idea for some of these guys. Yeah. Baseball may not be their future. It just, it is what it is. It happens to all of us. I quit at 18. Some people quit at 56. Some people just <laughs> don't even play baseball because they're stupid. It's just some lot in life. It's like that scene from Moneyball. He's like that scout's like Billy. Some of us we don't know when we're told we can't play the child's game anymore. Some of us are told at eighteen. Some of us are told at twenty-five. Some of us are told at forty. But we're all. Hey, told. Some of us are just transgender. I mean, that's just the way it is. <laughs> the guy that sticks out to you, you got in mind for that in the Pirates? Do a little research, Drew. Swaggery, the swaggery. <laughs> I mean, we'll get into it, guys. A lot of fun Just stuff to go over today. Just transgender, all right? <laughs> what do you say? Nothing. Never mind. I, I don't want. Right. I don't want Swagger to be mad at us. I'm just giving him a hard time. He's we love Swagger. I never pro Travis Swagger. We are a pro Swagger podcast. That is straight up. That is for sure. If you have There's swag, no you're here for it. But you got to I mean, make it just, interesting. Me and Drew have done a little bit of research uh, for this podcast, and like, 
But even before we started all this, when we first hatched this idea a while back about covering Pirates minor leagues, just one of the guys I think we all looked at immediately just stood out, Travis Swaggerty. So I can't wait to talk about him a little bit more. He comes in at the top ten. Um, it'll be interesting to see where he falls where he falls in that. Um, yeah, Drew, a lot of good stuff to go over, man. Fucking Masters weekend came up there, saw you boys. Hello, you guys hit the course Sunday. How'd that go? Oh, oh, dude, these cats that I've been impressed with for a while, they think that just because they're overall better athletes, I mean, two of them are college athletes, and one of them is just, I mean, it's ambidextrous in that he's just an all-around athlete, just good to go. They think that golf is all about, you know, just being better than everybody, and it's not about being more athletic. It's about the guys who have the mental fortitude. Oh, yeah. Go out there and look at not only the course, which is intimidating enough for some of these people, but also the fellow people that you're playing against. Look them in the eye and say, hey, fuck you. I'm better than you. And going out there and I love the attitude. (laughs) And that's what I did. Yeah. We went out there. I I ended the day up, I think it was, I think it was $11. No, 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 sorry, it was $7. That's what it was. It was I ended the day $7. 7 bucks, there you go. 7 bucks, playing a dollar hole in the fourth Hustle in these so, kids. You know, uh, we had at least twice, I think three times we had, uh, we're playing dollar hole. It moved, it moved over a hole at least three times. I want to say it was above $6 <laughs> at least yeah. twice. And... The biggest one that came through had a nice little 12-hour hole. Your boy came in, played the fairway. He put a nice chip shot onto the green. And he there you go. Par, took his par and just watched everybody else try to cut it and try to birdie it and try to win it, you know, outright. And your boy here, he just played fundamental golf, looked down the Get fairway and said, you know what? This is the way to do it. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to win here. And you I love it, Drew. The only thing that the only thing that happened is I had two birdie putts. One was kind of ridiculous. It was probably about a twenty-five foot putt, but the other one yeah. was just ready there and waiting for me at about a good six, seven foot, and I choked. But oh, no. the money rolled over, and then I parted the next hole. So I mean, back-to-back cars. What do you need to say about it? Just pick yourself up. Just pick yourself up yeah. off your boot with your bootstraps after that tough hole, rebounded, came stay par next hole. I fucking love that, Drew. Fucking finding your inner pirate on that golf course. That's what it sounds like. I mean, I mean, I don't. Pirates take what they want, and I wanted some birdies, and I did not take any from that that course. But it's early in the year. I'm not a professional, but you know, if I keep getting better at the rate, I'm getting better. It won't be long. It won't be long. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, what, what's your max drive? You know what you're like maxing out on right now. My uh, max carries probably about. It's at least two fifty. It might be two sixty with a new driver. Hey, pretty good. I would probably, I would probably say, my max drive is probably my absolute max is probably just past three hundred something. Probably about like. Oh yeah. Three twenty or something like that. Just be humble, Shit. you know. But that's absolute max. I mean, that doesn't have to be anywhere close to every time. 
my probably average is probably about two ninety ish, but you know, it is what it is. Very nice. Oh, I love it. I wish I could have gone out there with you boys, but you know, I'm not really a golfer to begin with. How the how'd Hunter look out there? I know Hunter was getting excited. Fucking you and him were just getting the clubs ready the night before. And uh, I know Hunter was excited. Oh, to get out there. He was, he, he's excited. He is he is exactly what a young prospect is. He is excited. He's got he's got all the tools that you need. He just needs mm. to adjust to the major league level. Just kinda of hone just, it all in. Find some consistency. He needs to figure yeah. a few things out, you know. He's a, he's, he's a guy who's in, like, who shows a lot of potential, but he's probably about a sophomore in high school, you know. As far as his talent goes in baseball-wise, he just needs to get his foot down, find exactly what works for him, and then, you know, yeah. roll over his hand. Give him just a little bit of time. By the time he's a senior, he's going to be a, he's gonna be a Division One prospect. That's for sure. That's going to be Hell yeah. Hard. Even though he'll be, like, by that time, he'll be, like, 26. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens, man. I can't wait. I love that uh, the boys were kind of we're getting into golf now. And I, myself, we were even looking at some shit in the fucking golf galaxy the other night. And I mean, I'm trying to get myself in the game with y'all. <laughs> I'm trying, yeah, I mean, trying to take out some good clubs, get some good grips. You know, I'm a big grip guy. Did you? Did those grips big, end up getting? What's oh, up? he got the same grips that I got. I put them on a zoom. They're uh, they're there's some wind grips that are wrapped. They're great. They feel great in the hand. They're nice, soft, but a good tack firm. They're, they're the way to go. I feel like you ever place them a little bit more often, but they don't get slick on it. That's for sure. That's a good deal, man. So yeah, fucking great golf weekend. Masters, eh? I'm not. I wasn't too thrilled with how the Masters played out. It wasn't too interesting. I gotta say, you were not watching then because you were sleeping the whole time. Whenever <laughs> you were quote unquote working on Saturday, I was doing my due diligence. I went and you know did some turkey hunting, did some man stuff in the morning on Saturday morning. Ran some errands in the city, and then I'm just saying, I came. In, I knew that. I knew that regularly was a saver. I came in and I watched like right there in the heart of it in the third round where people were making moves. moves. Heck, what is his name? Uh, Hideki Matsui. Uh, <laughs> first. I mean, he's a World he Series put MVP. put on a show. He's a, master, he's a World Series MVP and he's a Masters champion. I mean, <laughs> just for him. And I think this, I think this Masters win along with the World Series MVP will finally end this Asian hate. And I think that's exactly Is he the greatest the athlete of all time? No, no, no. He's Chinese. There's no way he can be. But yeah, it is it is Matsuyama, by the way. Uh just just for official, official record keeping and whatnot. Like the dude just went absolutely bananas on the back nine Saturday after that weather delay. I was out at Okarchi, me and Hunter were just doing some fucking yard work, like like the alpha men in our prime that we are, just out, you know, got a little sunburned, but, you know, I'm fucking overcoming adversity. I'm fucking finding my way through this weekend. Yeah, was the final round Sunday all that interesting? No. Did I fall asleep during it? Yes. Did I even watch Matsuyama on the 18th fucking with the Jim Nance call? No. Was was I disappointed in my, my guy Bryson DeChambeau? The scientists for going out there shooting plus five 
after okay, he was talking say, about his fucking whole- new driver, the Cobra. Am I disappointed in that guy? Hell yeah, I am. I'm fucking pissed at this guy. I mean, I believed in him, and he just fucking shit down his leg like he always does at Augusta. Come on, Bryson. I tell you, I I like Bryson in a lot of scenarios, but to come out and say that he's a genius, I mean, he's not Hulk, okay? He's, you know, he's not Hulk and Bruce Banner, per se. He's more of just Hulk. So... You know, there's no doctor, you know, underneath all that green that he's got going on there. The scientist. He's, no he's not. He's not. He's no scientist. He's no genius. He just he's can't play at Augusta. I mean, I don't know what this, what else to say. I was disappointed. It's just, you know, the I kind of like that uh, Zalatoris guy. Uh, where they, what was his first name? I think they're calling him the Z Spot. Uh, his nickname. I mean, he was making a run. I mean, it just, you know, wasn't that interesting? Just call, him Z. Just call him Z. He was coming through great. I mean, it was Happy Gilmore County, obviously. Um, who couldn't see that? He came through. He looks like a guy who should be named Kyle. We're start calling him Kyle. Oh, uh, Kyle. Kyle. This Kyle looks like Z. a Kyle to you? He looks like a Kyle to me. A good old Kyle Z. Came in, I can see that. Playing great, and I mean, he just had that Kyle energy that nothing could. Really, he felt that nothing could go wrong for him. A few things did, but you know, uh, Hideki Matsui just—he started off out of the gate on Sunday, you know, tripped a little bit, and then you know was barely hanging on. And Kyle just couldn't take advantage of that in the middle of the in the middle of the round. Yeah, um, he should have made, made his move. And the opportunities I mean, really, were there. They were definitely there. He ended the day minus he only ended minus eleven. I mean, he made one big move on Saturday, and Kyle could have definitely taken taken over if he wanted to, and he didn't. And Matsui only shot what seventy two even par. So I mean, I think over par. I think he was plus one round four. I mean, it was there for the taking. It was just a disappointing finish. No Americans can make a run. Like, what were we doing? I don't know. <sighs> it is what it is. It was still fun up. to be up there with you boys, but, you know, I was hoping for a better tournament. I really was. got to be honest. I mean, when Tiger's not there, or at least the idea that Tiger could be nearby having sex with Waffle House just wasted, because if that's not, like, in the realm of possibility, I don't I Who gives a fuck about the match? We need that. I mean, think about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, one thing I wasn't disappointed in, Drew, week one of Man Cave Fantasy League, I just kicked the absolute shit out of Kyle, put up the, the top score in the league. You know, Coach Schwartz okay, was making a run no. for me, but, you Listen, know, it's clear. My you, team's you great. Not, you, I, I don't feel like how you can – I don't feel like it's proper to brag and, like, beating up on, like, the local, you know – When it comes to fantasy baseball, the mentally disabled person in the league, I just don't feel like that's fair. The guy has never made the postseason. He's never made the top four postseason to be in the championship. He's never done it. I know he's dizzy, but also, even if you're not dizzy, you can draft a good enough team that makes the playoffs even if you don't touch them. So, a little bit of both. Thanks for knowing a lot about baseball, but, you know, all he does is talk about the Yankees. He knows, he knows like five other players and <laughs> somebody who's on the Yankees. And nobody cares. Mike Trout, yeah, everybody knows about him. Okay. There are some pictures that you happen to see 
light up the Yankees one time. Other than that, like, so, who cares, bro? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I like that you brought up Kyle there to be getting fantasy talk because he fucking he actually dropped Nelson Cruz, which then Matt picked up, I believe. And then it comes down to day you trade Dansby Swanson for Nelson Cruz. Did you know, know that guy was out there on the waiver wire last week? I did not know that, and I really don't care. I am tired of James Hughes Watson. He's a fraud. Um, as many people in my a realm trigger. Of, of the Me Too movement, uh, instead of – I'm kind of like the new version of it. Instead of waiting too late at the end of the season and say, well, James Hughes Watson fucked me all season, I say, as soon as it happens during the first week, I go, this isn't right. Don't do that. And so I turned to him as soon as I could. And I like Nelson Cruz. I'm glad that you you, you spoke up. I'm glad that you spoke <laughs> up and said something, Drew. And I feel I'm, like you know, it was a quick trigger. I mean, you cannot. You, I mean, you see the way the world is today, and that's what happens whenever pressure builds up in the, the top part of the ghost. If people come out immediately, you don't have to worry about it. If people get the justice they deserve in the American system by trading away Dancy Swanson because he's not that big to stop whenever it comes to him. <laughs> you know, I respect it. I mean, I respect that train of thought. You know, fucking, you didn't like what you saw the first ten days of the year, and you just cut bait with them. Some might say it was a quick trigger, Drew, but like, hey, I fucking, you gotta trust your, you gotta trust yourself. That's part of fucking. That's another part of just fucking finding your inner power. You gotta trust yourself and what you're seeing. And you didn't like what you saw from Dan's being so. I fucking, you flip him. You get our, you get kind of our boy back in the day, Drew. Fucking Nelson Cruz. Remember Nelson Cruz bobblehead night we went to on the fucking. Uh, yes, I remember church that. Church mission I trip. Church mission trip. We went to Arlington, Mission Arlington. We hung out in a cool apartment complex with people nobody's ever died there before ever. It was a good place. <laughs> no. And... Ish. <laughs> <laughs> and I got this awesome. We went to this Rangers game. I got this awesome bobblehead. It came in a box, and I have not taken it out of the box the day I got it. It is still sitting up on top of my mantle, unopened, ready to go. Whenever Nelson Cruz hits the Hall of Fame, I'll have him sign it. He's there ready. I mean, it could be worth something someday. You never know. I don't know where the fuck my uh, Cruz bobblehead went. I mean... Wow. I think that shit broke, actually. I have, I'm looking at, I have like six or seven right now I'm looking at. I got a little bit of a collection going on, but I don't know where it went. Kind of disappointed. But that was our guy, dude. I remember that. That was a great mission trip we had down there in fucking Arlington. Just some random something. Yeah, Drew. Bro, I, got that had a great... I had that Nelson <laughs> bobblehead. It's ready to go, and he's going to sign it someday. I promise you. You know, it was a good time, good little mission trip. We did some good work there. I think we read some books to some kids and got I mean, to watch the Rangers play someone. I don't remember if they won or lost, but it was a good time, you know. They definitely won. I mean, we were out there just being a service to the community, just, you know, kissing some hands, shaking some babies, you know, forbidding forces, just doing our thing. Yeah. Yeah, so good stuff. I mean... But yeah, week one's in the books in the fantasy league. I came out the win. Drew, you beat your brother Matt, kind of dominated him during the past weekend or so in the Newcomb Bowl. Uh, 
Coach Schwartz came out hot. I mean, he had Musgrove with that no-no Friday. I'll get into that here in a little bit. Um, so, yeah, it was just a fun time. Just, you know, fucking it's clear. I think me, you, Coach, I think if we're doing power rankings, I think it's I'm sitting number one. I just have to. With the, I mean, Rendon went on the IL today. I'm kind of worried about that, but we'll figure it out. Max Muncy can move around the third base. Not worried about it. I put I Coach Schwartz number two. What? I tell you some sneaky good who I think – I tell you sneaky good who, if they even take just a little bit of attention, will make the playoffs – I could see them as the final team is Weston Carter. He drafted really, yeah. really well. And I mean, outside I of the Josh Bell pick. Outside of that Josh Bell pick, which is, might be the worst we'll pick see. I've ever seen in my entire life, fantasy-wise, I do have to say that – Outside of that pick, he, he's got a good team right now. And if it lasts through the year, if they stay healthy, I think you're going to be trying to – you're going to be calling me, like, come September, you're going to be like, Drew, I'm in this first-round matchup with Weston, and here's the two seed. I'm the one seed. He's the four seed. And it's week two of the playoffs. It's starting week two, and I'm down by 140, and I need some pitchers. And I'm be like – <laughs> no, and I'm going to end up seeing him in the finals, and he's not going to pay attention, and I'm just going to destroy him. No chance. He's not ready. You just better hope that the Rays oh. don't call up this Wander Franco and he's going to turn into an immediate all-star caliber player because if there's one weakness of my team right now, it's probably shortstop, and I'm just banking on him at some point getting the call. And he's the best prospect in baseball as a fucking – over 90% contact rate. I mean, this guy's going to come in just waiting for the Rays. I mean, they're kind of fucking up. They're losing my Rangers tonight. Um, So, I don't know. Yeah, fantasy. I mean, it's going to be me, you, Coach Schwartz, Weston, probably is the playoff teams right now in my mind. We'll see if somebody can make some noise. I don't know. Rother and Kyle, probably not. We'll see if Jets, what, what happens to him. And, like, Matt was kind of frisky last week against you, but that might have been just because of, some sibling rivalry or something. I don't know. I think it's a little bit of that and a little bit of it's the first week everybody's trying, so. Yeah. Okay. Jay, enough about all that bullshit you're talking about. Who gives a fuck? I need to know, who do you think made the most impact this past week? Who is going out there and coming to school and taking what they want who is a pillar yeah. of the week in your mind? Tell me. Hell yeah, Drew. I'm excited to talk about this guy because he's one of the most exciting players in baseball. I mean, this dude is absolutely electric. It looks like it's, hopefully he can stay healthy. But if you've been watching baseball this year, especially this past week, there's none other choice here than Byron Buxton and the Minnesota Twins. I mean, this dude has just always had the talent. He just he just can never stay off the I.L. It's a shame. He's a platinum glove level center fielder, and, like, he's shown glimpses of special stuff at the plate, too. He just hasn't put it together, really, since 2017. I know he was kind of hot last year, but it was a shortened season, weird season, and he still got injured a little bit. I mean, he's just been raking. He, he, You know, he's one of those guys, Drew, that I kind of stay away from in fantasy because he just strikes out a lot. I think he's a better player in real life than he is fantasy just because of his defense. 
Um, you don't really get anything out of that in fantasy. But I love this guy. He's one of my favorite players. He's been raking. He's he's rocking a stupid seventeen thirty four OPS and has already got one point one war racked up through ten games. I mean, holy shit. He's just raking. He's on his way to finding his inner pirate. I think he's he's kinda of tapping into savage mode. Let's let's see Do you if think they can... the pirates will trade for him. No. I mean Okay, all right. Hard to find your pirate. I mean, they are the ultimate judges. I mean, this is all about finding your pirate, but we're not looking for, like, we don't look for the best pirates. We look for the most pirate pirates. The guys who are always two years away. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> I just think Buxton has kind of been lacking that killer instinct. And just, I like what I've seen from him, especially this past week. I think he's just. He's kind of finding that savage mode, and that's just another theme of finding inner pirate. So, I love it. I can't, you know, I can't wait to see if he can. If, let's let's look up. I'm not gonna be tooting his horn too much because I want to see him stay off the fucking IL for once. Like, come on, man. I know you fucking play hard out there in center field and whatnot, but take care of the body. Let's get the All Star break without having a fucking IL stint for once. So, yeah, Buxton, keep it up, dude. You're just fucking. He's going off. There's no other way to say it. All right. My, for my pillager of the week, we will Here head to the South Sea of Japan. Konnichiwa, bitches. Oh. We have the main Japanese man. Team. Shohei Otani. Oh, yeah? You like it? Is he Japanese? Is he Japanese? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, all right. Well, good. Cut that part. He's the Japanese Babe Ruth. <laughs> the Japanese Babe Ruth is going off in the Central America. I mean, not Central, the Central of North America. Going off of Tennessee, <laughs> going off for 10 points, three for five, and then going all the way up north in the cold up there in Toronto, going two for five with a jack. Uh, with four RBIs, 10 points on top of the starting pitching, this guy has been going off this week. He's been coming out, and I think that, you know, I think I'm probably going to watch Tokyo Drift this weekend, just, you know, in <laughs> respect uh, for... Just to get a feel uh, for Dexy it. Matsui winning the Masters and Shohei Otani. I mean, <laughs> I think that they're definitely the pirates of, you know, the South Japanese Sea. I mean... There, there are some true pillagers, and they're going out there, and they see what they want, and they take it. No doubt about it, man. I like that pick. He's just one of the funnest players in the league. Let's see if he can get back to pitching. I know he's had a blister issue, so he, he skipped his last start. But hopefully he can get a start in this week for my fantasy team, too. So uh, Shohei Otani, just, just what a man, what a legend. He's been – Drew, do you realize how fast this guy is, too? Like, he steals bases and shit. I don't know if you've gotten to watch him too much on the base pass, but, yeah. I have not been watching him on the base pass. Let's keep an eye out, see how often he gets picked off. He he beat out a little infield hit the other night, and everyone was just stunned at, like, how fast he got down the line. So, he's a real athletic freak. I think he's just another one of those guys, kind of like Buxton, just stay healthy. And good things are going to happen as long as he gets the at-bats, gets to throw as many pitches as he wants. I mean, he's just a fucking 
He's a great player for the game. I love that pick, Drew. You want to uh All right. tell me who I know we've been talking about guys who've taken what they want, who's been given it who's been, you know, just actually taking it. Not taking mm-hmm. what they want, but it's been given to them. Like who is walking the plank, we're tired of seeing mm-hmm. that lousy ass on the deck, they don't yep. do anything, they're always complaining, or they're always the victim of something, they're not putting in the yep. work it takes to be a true pirate. Who's walking the plank this week? It's an easy call this week, Drew. It's my Texas Rangers, and specifically the Texas Rangers bats. Wake the hell up! You get no hit to the only franchise in history that's never thrown a no-no? And it's not just that. You go out, you get swept. You lose last night, you get shut out. You've been shut out three the past four games. I mean, what the fuck are we doing? Give Joe Musgrove some credit. I mean, people forget our Pirates kind of sort of fixed that guy. I mean, he came into Pittsburgh like a year or two ago, and he's been fucking taking it up a level ever since. And, like, shout out to the Padres. What's up? That's what happens when people come to Pittsburgh. They're, they're, They're going off course, and we just straighten out the ship, and we say, this is the way to go. We, yeah. we set you up to success, and then we trade you for people who are probably worth nothing, and we just re- rely on the draft. Like the pirate way. Restock and rebuild. It's pirate way. But anyways, <laughs> I mean, yeah, good story for the Padres. Finally getting a no-no. I mean, I called it. I said, look, they're going to win the pennant this year, and it's obvious they got a fun winning culture out there. And give Glasnow and the Rays credit for last night. But, like, we just get fucking – what are we doing? Like, I know it's not a walk in the park. The Rangers got a young fucking lineup. I mean, there's a lot of fucking electric arms out there in baseball. It's tough going in there. You're going to have nights like that. But the shutouts have got to stop, Drew. It's fucking embarrassing. I think it has fucking. to be. I think the Rubenega door was a lightning bolt in that on that 40-man no. roster. And whenever you take him away, that's I'm not happens. even going to entertain that fucking... But this Nate Lowe guy was a fun story for a week, but where's he been? He's 0 for his last 17. Get a fucking hit, dude. Week one's over. You, week one's Whoa. over. Joey Gallo. Joey Whoa. Gallo. Great spring training. Homer opening day. Start hitting some more bombs. Why are we stuck on one bomb, Joey Gallo? Nick Solak, I believe in you. Let's get it rolling, okay? Come on. I was so complimentary of these guys. Last week, and I was really upset with the pitching staff. Now it's completely reversed. It's just a terrible sign. This is a terrible team. They're terribly ran. I'm sorry, but I have to fucking come at these guys a little bit today, Drew. I mean, this team's identity, the way it's playing out, there's just potential for disaster. I'm sorry. I'll fucking – at least I I had that first 30 minutes of the season. Jay, what if I told you that – the Rangers will not win the AL West again until Josh Hamilton is their hitting coach. <laughs> we got to bring back, we got to do something like that, bring back some sort of magic because we just can't rely on things to go our way for the baseball gods to fucking give us something good. Maybe we can get this Jack Leiter kid out of Vandy, but fuck. It's just tough sledding, Drew. I mean, this. 
know. Well, don't I? You're trying to get this guy from Vandy, but I mean, I'm just saying, don't try to steal from a pillager's plate, okay? The Pirates have in the mind they're going for him. He's going to be just like Garrett Cole, and he's <laughs> going to be great coming up. And then we're going to trade him for nothing. But don't try to steal from Pillager's plate because, I mean, that's a war crime. Pirates go to war for nothing. And yeah. Don't be don't be trying to steal another man's living. Yeah, we need we need to be respectful of the Pirates organization and make sure not you know. Let them keep their keep their treasures, you know. You know, that's what we want to see from the Pirates. Come on. But, yeah, the Rangers, Excellent. I mean, let's watch some film. Let's get in the cages. Let's fucking figure something out. Fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean, Drew? You got – who you got for fucking – I'm tired of talking about these guys. They suck. Who's, who do you got? You got somebody that's just been fucking killing you this week? Who's walking the plane? I have one person and one person only as walking the plank. Uh-oh. And it has to be Deshaun Watson. Oh. I was a believer. I thought that, you know, maybe he just walked into the wrong massage parlor. Maybe somebody gave him some bad info and that he thought he was going to a rub and tug you know, like 20, 30 times. And, One of his boys, uh, just, you know, tipped him off or something. Tipped him off and said, this is the place. And, you know, he kept getting rejected. And then the guy was adamant. And I think, I think as more goes on, it's probably his friend who was telling him, you know, this is the rub and tug place. And whenever he was saying that, I guess he was saying, you know, the personal trainers at the Houston Texans facility. Um, but either way, uh, walking wow. the plank, it's not looking good for him. Um, it's really not. I would say, I uh, I was kind of hoping that maybe the Bears would maybe possibly get Deshaun Watson. And to be honest with you, I still think that they might. It would make the most sense for Matt Nagy to trade whatever he has to Houston to get him just for him to never be able to play in the league again. That would make the most sense for the Bears, and honestly, I think they should do it to save the embarrassment of Houston after they're in a cheating scandal, they can't keep anybody in the basketball team. And it's just such a rough, after, it's a rough, just a rough situation. And I mean, I think, I think Matt Nagy should do a favor to the Houston, Texas, and the city of Houston as a whole, they they just got hit by a hurricane not too long ago. People forget about that. And I think that would be a real gentleman, you know, a real mark of a gentleman to, you know, lose his job and trade everything he has for somebody who's not going to play for him. I mean, yeah, we'll see what happens. It's, it's going to be wild. Um, just the, the allegations have been so wild. Uh, you don't really know what to think at first. You know, always, I've always gone by the notion innocent till proven guilty, but they keep stacking up. The allegations keep stacking up. And at a certain point, I'm with you, Drew. It's just not a coincidence. Oh, and I'm not saying bad he's, I'm deal. not saying he's guilty. I'm not saying he's guilty, but it's not looking so hot. Yeah, I'm with you. We'll we'll see how the Texans played out. I mean, it's just the. 
it's it's this is the, one of the craziest off season stories I can remember in uh, in sports probably since like maybe like the Kobe Bryant legal stuff. We had the A Rod stuff back in the day. I mean, obviously Tiger Woods had Holocaust? his stuff. Are what? Talking, what do you mean when you're talking Kobe Bryant? Are you talking about uh, Kobe? Kobe had uh, some sexual assault allegation, um, and he was staying at a uh, some some cabin or something in Colorado in the off season, some like massage place. I want to say I don't remember the details, but uh, is yeah, that where the helicopter was? Him. Is is that is no. that where he was flying the helicopter from, or? <laughs> no, this is a long ass time ago. I'm asking. I'm asking. I don't know. I'm asking. I, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Today. I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this the Sean Watson stuff. It's not a good story. It's not a good deal for anybody involved. Let's hope it's not true. But you know, uh, I just don't know what to think. Because, like, a part of me is, like, you know, star athletes, you know, girls try and get publicity, get attention. And, like, just knowing Deshaun Watson and everything he's about, his time in Clemson, it just always struck me as a real stand-up dude. So, I don't want to come at the guy too hard yet until we know exactly what's coming on. But, like, it just keeps getting worse and worse. The fact he asked for a trade before all this is just another fucking – it's just another thing that's been thrown into this whole equation, and just I don't even know what to think. So, yeah, I I, I can tell you exactly what to think. Uh, I hope the full and exact truth comes out on record for all of these events that are being brought forward. The true, the full and true, and whether guilty or not guilty, or you know, of any you know anything that's bad, if he's guilty of it pay your dues. If he's not, I hope he's of whatever he's whatever he's not done, whatever he's actually not done, I hope he's absolved of all of that. And whatever he has done, I hope he pays the pro- I hope he yeah. pays the price for what he's done. So I hope for true just, justice based on the real real evidence and the real facts, the real truth. Yeah, no doubt. Um, couldn't have said it better myself. So yeah, Drew, let's uh one quick little segment I thought we would be fun to do today before we get into some uh some hardcore pirates minor league talk. Is there a prediction you feel you just feel great about that you had in the preseason that you just you know, through a couple of weeks here you just feel good about? Yes, I feel great about the Dodgers still winning the NL West. I think they're gonna do it. I think even though the Padres are coming on hot and they have no hitter and they're making some benchmarks in, the, in you know, with the franchise, I feel like that's exactly what this is. This is just yeah. a benchmark year for them. They're going to have a great team, a great year, probably the greatest team and greatest year ever. But I don't think that it's, they're going to have a call. The division. I don't think they win the division. And it's not because they're not good enough. It's because the Dodgers are so much better. That's the only difference. Just the, yeah, I'm with you. I think the Dodgers win that division just because they have so much depth. I mean, you've already seen it. Bellinger goes down. You got to call somebody <laughs> up. No, no problem. You know, somebody who's just next man up with the Dodgers. So yeah, I like that call, Drew. I feel For like me, the Padres win any any 
division that the, the, the Padres are in besides the NLF, I feel like they're running away by at least 10, 12 games. But when they're yeah. stuck in the NLF, they're done. Yeah, I'm just hope. I, I think it'll be a really competitive race. Uh, but yeah, I think the Dodgers pull it out. I, you know, I still I didn't pick this one for mine, but like a prediction I feel great about is the uh, the Padres to win the NL pennant. I mean, you just see they they kind of have that thing to them this year. I think the no hitter is the latest example. They're just a fun team. They have fun. I know Tatis is is down, and you know he's avoiding surgery the shoulder. We'll see how that plays out, if he can still be the same guy. But if he, if he is, man, I mean, I just like that Padres team, pitching staff. I feel uh, they, need a, they, need a, they need a veteran in the, in the lineup, a veteran to be in the locker room, which I feel like they don't have quite the right one yet. And I feel like they need a better bullpen if they're going to go all the way with it, all the way to the World Series. You have to have a better bullpen than what they have. Yeah. We'll see, but yeah, Drew, the guy, the guy, the prediction I feel great about this guy Tyler Glass now is winning the Cy Young. I mean, I've seen all I needed to see from this guy. Three starts in, he's got like 34 Ks. I mean, he's just filthy. He's just he's just electric. So feel good about that prediction. One I do not feel good about, Drew, is just leaving the Ash. I think we both had the Astros out of the playoffs, right? I mean, yeah, that's not looking good. I mean. I don't know. I'm not I saying mean, the A's are fucked. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying the A's are out of this thing. I believe in them, but man, those Astros are just look so strong. They got so many fucking Kyle Tucker, Jordan Alvarez, Bregman, Correa. The list goes on and on. I mean, listen, this is exactly what I predicted whenever I said the A's were going to win this division. I said they're going to start slow. They're not going to be that great. But come the All Star break, they're going to be like a get. They need either going to be somewhere between a game ahead and two to three games behind, and that window right there. And then for some reason, they're going to get hot and they're going to win this division. And I feel like Houston has been healthy for a while. They're not. They weren't that healthy last year, but this coming year, I feel like it's really going to hurt them. I I don't think that their 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 lineup stays healthy. I feel I still feel good about Oakland taking this division. Even yeah. a hot Small Even sample size. I mean, Billy Bean doesn't fucking build this club around small sample size. We got to let all 162 exactly. play out. So, yeah. yeah. And then but the Astros, they're man. They're they, they, they could always be a playing game. Think about 163. It could happen. Never take yeah. anything out of, out of business with Billy Bean. Fuck no. Expect the unexpected. <laughs> Yeah, the fucking Astros, dude. They just look like they're on a mission, and I fucking hate how arrogant they are, but, like, they're kind of using it, using all the fucking negativity and kind of playing with a chip on their shoulder, even though everybody fucking hates them. Hopefully, like I've been saying, the baseball, it's going to have to come down to the baseball gods doing something. Somebody giving them bad injury at the wrong time or something, but who knows, man. You got to... You got a prediction you you wish you had a do-over, Andrew? Yes, and that is the Minnesota Twins winning the uh, AL Central. Is that right, the Central? Really? You don't, you don't like what you've seen? I've like been first. watching the White I've been watching the White Sox, and they are a team of destiny. 
They will be in the AL pennant race. I don't know, I love what they have. They have two great pitchers in uh, Giolito, who was a match prospect. Lance Lynn is having a comeback here. He's just doing something. They have a great lineup. I love the catcher. They are playing great. They're going to be. They're going to come together and play some great ball this year. I think that they are going to win the division for sure. I think that they're going to be the two seed. Honestly, I mean it's a bold call. I like it. I still think the, I favor the Twins. I just like, especially how Barrios has been pitching, man. I just think, and Buxton looks like an MVP candidate. We'll see. I, I'm kind of down that White Sox team just. Just because I saw them blow some games against the Angels that opening series, I was just like, I don't know if they're just if they're mature enough yet to fucking close out games, but they definitely have the talent to do it. So that that'll be a great race to follow. There's no doubt. You uh, right. you ready to talk? Next. You ready to talk some fucking Pirates minor league baseball, Drew? Yeah. We got about two or three weeks till opening day of minor league ball, so I figure we just, you know, we just do some fucking bang out like some uh, some prospect breakdowns. We're gonna give you guys the top ten today, so get fucking excited. We're we're starting this bad boy off at number one, and Drew, we got fucking Cabrian Hayes. He's uh, he's you know, he's already been up in the pros. He's great. He is going to be a great number two to three-hole hitter for somebody someday who's not the Pirates. He'll be hitting four-hole in Pittsburgh for like two, maybe three years if he doesn't get Let's traded. Let's hold out some hope. He gets off. Let's I'm holding not... out some hope. He, okay, at, the, at best, he'll be stuck in Pittsburgh until he spends two years somewhere else, and that second year he'll win the NBC somewhere. But look out for Brian Hayes. He what are you is putting the odds? A game changer. What are you putting the odds that he's he's a Pittsburgh Pirate six years from now in two thousand? Let's say two thousand twenty-eight. What are the odds he's wearing a Pittsburgh? The Pirate? odds of the. I would probably say in six years, assuming that he doesn't get a major injury, um, within the next two years, I would say the chances, the odds of him being a Pittsburgh Pirate in six years are one in 300. <laughs> Come on. They're going to give him that extension. Come on. He's going to like that early extension. Give the Pirates fans some hope, Drew. They will sign Ryan that extension Hayes. And two years later, they will trade him. Don't say that. He's going to be a long-term <laughs> fucking cornerstone of their team. So I wrote I wrote some stuff for all these guys, Drew, just to give everybody some background. Uh, so we got Cabrian Hayes, Pirates' number one prospect, third baseman. Um, like I said, he's already made his, his MLB debut. He's on the he's on the IL right now. But he came up, had a hot start to the year. It's a little bit of background. Good bloodlines. Father Charlie was a corner infielder back in the day. 2015 oh first-round pick. 
number 32 overall, made it to the show last year, had a fantastic 24-game cup of coffee and was really an NL front uh, rookie of the year front runner coming into this year. I mean, he's more than worthy of the number one spot here. I cannot wait till he gets off the IL and he continues to showcase his skills for all the Pirates fans out there. I think this is a guy you guys can get excited about. He is going to bring in some more draft picks, that is for sure. He's going to bring in <laughs> multitudes of draft picks and middle relievers who don't go more than an inning in a third. <laughs> hey, either way, he's bringing back some value, so I love it. Moving on, number two overall prospect, Drew, we got Nick Gonzalez, second baseman of the Green. He's gonna, I think he's going to start the year off in Greensboro for the Greensboro Grasshoppers. High A ball. Um, the Greensboro Grasshoppers are just, I mean, Nick Gonzalez, where, there was a, where, where was the bio at? If he came from New Mexico State, some Lobos country. I mean, he's from yeah. Massachusetts. He's a New Mexico boy. I hear that uh, Bill the Kid is his his uh, his you know his childhood idol. So I mean, I'm looking I'm looking for him to be a real outlaw coming forward. You know, it's a wild place, New Mexico, and I feel like he can really put you know a jolt into whatever lineup he gets put into. Which I'm Hell glad yeah. he's going to be put into the Pirates. I mean, Pirates and outlaws they mix. I mean. That's exactly – I mean, honestly, you could probably say that Pirates were some of the original outlaws whenever it comes to, you know, North, you know America. So just think about that. And exactly. I feel, like, I feel like him being a real Lobo and, you know, being from an outlaw area, he's going to fit right in, and he's mm-hmm. going to be able to add some juice to this place. I love that analysis, Drew. Uh, Gonzalez was the number seven overall pick in last June's draft. Uh, Cape Cod League MVP. Uh, not the biggest guy out there. Some are going to wonder, you know, just how much power is in his bat, but you know what? Cape this Cod dude... League is what's up. Cape Cod League, that's where the real boys and go and play some of these baseball. When it comes Hell to yeah. college studs, they play in the Cape Cod League. It's a great you need league. To go up I've, there. Been up, I've, been, I've been up there personally before and went up there really? and watched some games before, and they were, it was awesome, yes. Yeah, I went up to New time. for a family vacation, and it was a good time. Went to Lobster Fest in Massachusetts, stopped Ooh. in the Cape Cod area, stayed at a nice little, like, blue-green resort, caught a game. I think we caught a game we rolled into town. We were there for, like, two days, hanging out Hell with the yeah. nation. And we, it, was, it was a beautiful time. I watched about two games over there, and it was awesome. Watched some of the, the guys that play in Omaha. They play in the Cape Cod League. And the guys that become good major league stars, they play there too if they play some college ball. Fuck yeah. Cape Cod League's a big deal, man. We'll have to uh, – it's awesome you got to go up there. We'll have to uh, maybe make a trip up there someday and check it out again. But, It'll yeah. Worth it. So, Nick Gonzalez, everyone's going to be like, yeah, what's, what's up? Is he going to have enough power in his bat? But, you know, for a second baseman, I think he's going to have enough. And he's got such crazy bat speed. And lightning quick hands, I just I think he's gonna run into twenty, twenty five bombs a year someday. His bat's gonna carry his glove. I mean, he's already been moved over to second from the shortstop position. Um, that's where he was drafted, I think. But like well, that's good move. Saying, he's got a good arm. Good relay guy. I could feel see him to make some good cutoffs and throw some guys out at home or at third base. 
when the Pirates are giving up fucking sh- gaps in the shot, he's going to be a good relay guy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking throw it up. They, they, yeah, they can give him up. They can give him up all they want. It doesn't matter. He's going to come through, play the good defense, and keep that earned run average down so the Pirates can trade those pitches to get more draft picks since they're good again in two years. Yeah, I mean, that's what they're looking for. <laughs> but yeah, Drew, they're saying ETA for this cat, 2023, looking like most realistic for him. But, I mean, if he continues to rake like he has been, I think he gets a call a lot sooner. So, uh, Nick Gonzalez, number two prospect. Number three prospect, Drew, is the, the Pirates' top uh, pitcher, Quinn Priester. It's going to be on the Bradenton Marauders. Your Marauders, Drew, you be rocking on the A-ball team. I love you the name Quinn. got anything on this guy? I love the name Quinn. It's a, it's a great name. How many names start with a Q? Uh, Quinn and Queen. Not many. And I, think he's, I think he's definitely a queen, and that is for sure. He's going to be coming through, just slicing and dicing, throwing gems because he's a queen through this mileage system. I think that he has a good chance to be a starter. And to be honest with you, with his size standing, I mean, I know he's only sitting about 6'3", but he's kind of a wider guy. He's a good, yep. nice, hefty build at 210. I think that, I love if, anything, if anything, I think he's going to be, at, at worst, at his absolute he's going to be a good bullpen guy, probably a good eighth inning guy. I would probably say he might have a chance to be the closer if he can get his velocity up and something that moves just a little bit more. But from what I've seen, I love him, this guy. I mean, you said it, Drew. He's a physical specimen. He's at 6'3". He's got a body that scouts drool over. I mean, he's already been been dedicated in the weight room and has filled out nicely since being the number 18 overall pick in the 19 draft. I mean, his fastball is already touching 98, and, I mean, he's got a – He's got a solid sinker, like two-seam type of second offering, you know, little curveball that, you know, everyone's saying he's got good spin rate and a developing slider. And they're saying he's kind of getting a feel for a changeup. So, I mean, I think he's got a good enough pitch mix to where this guy's going to stay a a starter uh, for some time, I would say. They're going to give him all the chances in the world. I I love this kid. I love the fact that he fucking comes up. And he just grinds in the weight room. That tells me he's hungry for success, and he gets it. I, I feel like at worst he's a closer, but whenever he's touching that and he's got some movement, I like I said, at worst he's a closer, but he's going to be a good closer. At worst he's, I'm sorry, at worst he's making guy, but I think yeah. he's going to stay a starter for a good, I thought it's a good half decade for about five years at minimum. He's got good stuff as long as he's able to adjust to the matrix whenever he gets there with the better hitters. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, guys with that bigger body, you know, sometimes they have trouble uh, staying healthy. So hopefully uh, he can stay healthy throughout his career, man. I mean, he's going to be at low A. We'll see uh, We'll see what he can do with the Marauders. Name to look out for, Quinn Priester. I love – I think we both love this kid, Drew. I love, I, mean, I love Quinn. I love a guy named yeah. Quinn. I don't know why. All right, next guy. <laughs> well, who do we got? Number four, we got O'Neal Cruz, shortstop, Pirates alternate alternate training sites where he's projected to kind of start the year, I guess. I don't know. Another physical freak. Tell me what you think about him. 
Tell me what you think about him because I got my own yeah. opinions. I'm going to go off. I don't want to hear your opinions first. <laughs> this is another physical freak. I mean, you're not going to find many six, seven shortstops out there. And that's exactly what Cruz is. I mean, everybody wants to move this kid off shortstop, given his size, but he's got a rocket arm. And he's not a liability out there defensively, from what I'm told. I mean, I think there's been some questions raised about his maturity on and off the field. Um, the development team just believes playing shortstop gives Cruz an ad focus, and he needs that. He's been a pro for over five years now. He's just 22, but, you know, I kind of like he was sent over from the Dodgers and that Tony Watson deal, so I like that he's got a little Dodgers pedigree to him. You know, after being involved in a deadly car wreck, you know, followed by mediocre showing in the Arizona Fall League, there's just this is a big year for Cruz. A lot of questions around this guy. And I think he's easily one of the most interesting guys that we're going to be able, that we're going to be able to follow this year, Drew. What do you got? I mean, Neil, there's so many different ways I could take this. Uh, he's a six-seven shortstop. Get in the outfield, use your length for something. Do it out there. And make, <laughs> although using your length at shortstop is great, I don't feel like he has the best footwork that is needed there at the position at the major league level. Yeah. I feel like he, for some reason, might be related distantly to Nelson Cruz. If that's so, without <laughs> big frame, he's going to be hitting even more bombs. I'm excited about that. But if all else fails, I've seen him. I know what he, exactly what he looks like. He looks like yeah. somebody who should be a SoundCloud rapper, and that should definitely <laughs> be your backup career. We need oh, to Neil Cruz. With, O'Neal Cruz, there's some sort of awesome nick, you know. rap nickname that we can come up with for O'Neal Cruz. He's all set up there and come up with it. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm just, just the guy I was talking about has great potential, but also great potential off the field with yeah. uh, maybe a different career path and maybe I think the SoundCloud rapper might be in his near future. Yeah. You know this guy pops the chain. I mean, just by the name, just by kind of like the things we've heard from this guy, you know, loses focus sometimes. You know he's just dripping out there. So Get a face yeah. pack and become a SoundCloud rapper, please. For the love I mean, of that, God. Let's, let's hope – hopefully this baseball thing can work out, you know, before he has to go to that. But, you know, you never know. You just got some good apps that are rapping these days. You can do both. I mean, do both. Try both. I'm down for both. I want to hear you. I want to see you rolling up double plays, hitting dingers, and spitting fire on the mic at the same time. I want to see you come up to the plate, and your walk-up song should be your own walk-up song, and nobody yeah. will think Original audio, O'Neal. Exactly. If Original you need some audio, help there we go. to get you started in the right direction, we might know a guy, so... Hit us up, O'Neal. Yeah, good stuff, Drew. Coming in at number five, uh, another interesting name, Leover Pagero, shortstop, Greensboro Grasshoppers. I mean, this kid kind of reminds me a little bit of Nick Gonzalez, Drew. I mean, he's kind of in that same mold, just got great bat speed. The reason I think the Pirates farm system is one of the best in baseball is you look around, you see kids like Leover Pagero. You're not going to find many farm systems out there with a better fifth overall prospect than this guy. He just rakes. He's fast. 
I really like this guy. And unlike Gonzalez, he's 6'1". He could potentially fill out, and he could start hitting some bombs and reach, you know, a higher power ceiling than Gonzalez could. I'm not saying he's a better overall prospect, Drew, but I like this kid a lot. I feel like whenever I look at this kid, I look at the real shortstop. 6'1", has decent power, hits for, de- hits for dec- a decent average. He could use some improvement, but he's got a good arm. He's got a quick arm. He, he has a good fling to second base, a real good fling to second base. And his gloves, it just, it's almost like Spider-Man. He, he doesn't make every, <laughs> the thing is, he doesn't make every single great play, which, you know, would make him a hero. Got to but stick him. He, every, but every single, every time he, his glove comes near, comes close enough to a ball, it's there and he makes the play. He, he's a no-error kind of guy. He had, he's, he started off a little bit salty, but he's, he's lowered his area the past three years. I feel like, he could be oh, yeah. up earlier than he than he should be just because of his defense. Yeah, I mean, I just like him. Apparently, the the Pirates front office demanded that Piguero be included in the Starling Marche trade a couple years back for good reason. I mean, he just he he's got good good plus makeup, brings great energy to the clubhouse. I mean, I think he's just this is a prospect that. I'll go ahead and say it. He might be the most exciting prospect in the organization, Drew. Just the guy I'm most excited about. Leover Pagaro. He's going to be on my grasshoppers. I'm going to be locked in on this guy. And I'll just go ahead and say it. This is the guy I'm drafting high, Drew, when we fucking draft these kids. Wasn't uh, – who, who else was – some? Uh, wasn't – there's another guy, Malone, Maloney, Malone. Wasn't he? Yeah, we'll get to him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's coming up. He's number right, eight he's on the up. list. Number six, <laughs> Drew. You like this guy just because of his name. He's just a great name guy, Hudson Head, outfielder for the GCL Pirates. Uh, I think that's the rookie ball team. Hudson but this dude, Head, absolutely. You got something? Hudson Head. Great name. Love the name. Hudson Hornet. Love it. Head. I mean, I love getting head. Who doesn't? But also, <laughs> this guy is – I do have a bone to pick with this guy, though. He went to – in the United States of America, out down in San Antonio, Texas, he went to Winston Churchill High School. Wow. Was it uh, some British foreign minister, foreign primary, whatever, who was the person in the big one. He gives a shit. But, I mean, I just, I don't think, I mean, Pirates have, obviously in the past, you look at the history, Pirates have had people, have problems with, you know, people from England hunting them down, you know. I feel like this guy's maybe, you know, great name, but, you know, maybe he's just, you know, maybe he's just not a Pirate. He'll be a good Paul player, but, you know. Maybe he's just maybe he's not, not a culture material. Maybe he's just not a culture fit. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying. Not a bad I, I take. He's judgmental, but you know, I think that you know we could probably get him out of him. He's probably gonna have a good career, but he's just he's just not pirate material. He just didn't have what it takes. It's a, it's an interesting angle, Drew. Um, I'll say this: he hit six fifteen his senior year in high school. So, like like you said, maybe uh, Winston Churchill, maybe just a bunch of uptight fucks out there. Maybe they just don't even know how to play baseball. What kind of <laughs> You know, 
I could see that. <laughs> what kind of competition was this guy facing out there? I mean, let's be honest. Oh, good soul. Um, Would you dare yeah. to hit my slow ball as I throw it down the middle? <laughs> of course. Yeah, I mean, they, they're probably stuck in the 1800s playing baseball down there. Who knows? I mean, hopefully this guy could get on a summer league team and fucking play some guys. But anyways, they gave – the Padres actually drafted this kid. He, he They gave him a record signing bonus out of the third round. For a third-round pick back then, it was a record signing bonus or whatnot. He came over in the Joe Musgrove trade. I mean, they say he's got potential to stick in center with that, his athleticism. He's got a nice swing from the left uh, left side. He just needs some seasoning. And he could he could quickly become a big bopper, Drew. I mean, he hasn't faced – here's another thing. It's just Has he faced the competition yet? Because he hasn't faced any competition beyond rookie ball. So it'll be interesting – See if he starts to get time in Bradenton at some point this summer. They just keep him kind of – they just keep kind of fucking – I don't know. They just keep kind of babying this kid. Let him fucking play some real competition. He came over in the Musgrove trade, the guy who just threw a no-hitter yeah. uh, on a super team. Yeah. Until he goes four for four with four homers, uh, it's not worth it. I would rather have a no-hitter <laughs> in Pittsburgh every single day. Because yeah. you know how many prospects that can get you for two years down the road. It's a bunch. It's a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right now you're definitely right. We'll see how uh, you know, we'll see how it plays out. Some of these trades, you know, you you never think that they're gonna work out one way, but you look up in ten years and it's like, whoa, this fucking that that trade didn't work out, did it? Like, dude, I was convinced when the Rangers traded um, Ian Kinsler to the Tigers for Prince Fielder. That was just a home run trade for the Rangers. And you fucking look up and Prince Fielder's out of the league in three years. And it's just, uh, I love that about baseball. You, and especially you get these prospect trades and you just, you end up seeing how prospects turn out. And it's just, it's, it's always been interesting to me. And I think that's, you know, that's a cool, cool thing. And I'm glad we can talk a bunch, bunch of uh, minor league baseball and shit because I think it'll be fun to kind of yeah, follow these guys. Do we so, want to talk to the, 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 the Ian Kinsler Prince Fielder trade? Because uh, I feel like that trade was pretty much evened out because what did Ian Kinsler do in Detroit? He made, what, one all-star game after that? Made, he made one? I he, mean, he was decent there. He had a, he had a run. I mean – yeah, I think they did nothing think with did. him. He did nothing with him. They got worse after he got there, honestly. And you know, yeah. But I'm the thing about Prince Fielder, it's not it's not his fault. And I know Prince was out early, but the attraction of Prince Fielder. I think you'd rather have the attraction of Prince Fielder than the slow decline of Ian Kinsler. To be honest, with you. Uh, two, Ian two Kinsler was probably my favorite player, though. I mean, he, it was just devastating. I mean, two years of an, of an expensive contract, uh, would you take two excuses of, of a really an expensive contract that's still left on Kenzo before he leaves the game? Or would you rather have Prince Builder for three years popped for the first two and then hurt? You know, it sucks, but you're able to move the on. Rangers, the Rangers were paying this dude $30 million for fucking three years because he was out of the league. It was an unmitigated disaster. And, yeah, Ian Kinsler didn't tear it up or anything, but that was an awful trade for the Rangers. And they 
You know who they fucking stuck in there at second base all these years ever since we traded him was fucking Rugnet Odor. And how'd that turn out? So, and the Rangers still haven't found a fucking first baseman pretty much, pretty much since Mark Teixeira. So I don't know, dude, they're kind of, the Rangers are just kind of cursed. Fuck them. Let's move on to fucking Tanaj Thomas, huh? Number seven prospect. The fucking Pirates minor league system. They don't know where the fuck, what level he's going to start off in. But he was acquired from Cleveland. <laughs> this is how we do business in Cleveland. For those that are unaware. This guy is an absolute nobody. You don't know how much of a nobody he is. I was able to look him up on Facebook, and I've added him as a friend. I think he might be <laughs> one of the first guests on the podcast. Really? <laughs> Yes, we'll take it, man. I'll see. This guy's interesting. I don't. I don't want to say. I'm sorry. I I hate to say he's nobody. I think he's going to be a a somebody. I mean, Tashas. I mean, the name is. I can't even say it in this awesome. Some of the Bahamas, you know, a little Bob Marley going on. Tanaj Thomas, chill guy. He's a good chill guy. I feel like he's gonna be. He's exactly what the pirates need to chill off the boat to keep everything from getting too serious. He's going to come in, be a calm and calm yeah. in the locker room, whatever locker room he's in. I feel like he's going to rise to the ranks. You know, maybe not as fast as some other guys, but whenever he gets to the majors, he's going to be exactly what the pirates need. Hell yeah. I just, I could see it, Drew. You said he's from the Bahamas? Bahamas. Oh, yeah, you know he's going to bring some just good vibes, some tropical vibes to him, hopefully. I mean, I just like I mean, what I like about this kid. X, X marks the spot on Thomas, if I have to say anything. <laughs> he's the guy you like, huh? I love him. The thing I like about him is he came from Cleveland, and Cleveland, uh, for those that don't know, that. Cleveland, I don't even know what they're called anymore, if I can call them the Indians or not, but they fucking know how to identify pitchers, and I feel like they just go in the lab and fucking create these guys. And he's an, he's a uh, he was an infielder at first, and he was just throwing gas at shortstop, and they're like, put this guy on the fucking mound. And so, and then our Pirates swooped in and fucking traded for his ass, and so I think this is an interesting cat to follow. We'll see. They say he's got great athleticism. You know, he's got to develop some secondary pitches, but I'll be interested to see this kid. We got another pitcher coming in at eight, Drew. Oh, you got something? I tell you, Thomas, he is going to be the best number two guy Pittsburgh has ever seen. He has one guy potential, and I think he he will be the one guy, but whenever he's going to be the two guy, I think that's the year that Pittsburgh has a chance going to the uh, NLCS a good chance. Hell yeah. I like this, you know. I know we're talking about the top prospects in the whole system, top 10 today, but man, these guys are, are fucking good, I think. I think these guys, I would be shocked if these guys flamed out. I mean, just I like them. There's always... I mean, the good thing about the Pirates prospects is that they're always, always, always top picks. I mean, it's yeah. hardly ever the case that they're not top. Once every six years, they have a not top ten pick. So, I mean, they're always yeah. good guys. <laughs> they're going to be picking in the top ten 
annually and, you know, it makes our job better. So. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's easy to talk about people who are really good, who are going to be major leaders. That is for sure. So, yeah, I mean, of course, me and Drew love all things Pirates, but if you come talk shit to us about how the major league team's doing, we're not really going to give a fuck because we're just focused yeah. on these minor leaguers and getting them into the show. And, yeah, They're was the I excited? Of the this league. Look at Derek Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what, what is Andrew McCutcheon doing right now? Oh, he's tearing up Philly. Exactly. So, <laughs> Josh Bell's on the map. They're a contender. Just saying. Hey. You know. Hey, Tomorrow's All-Stars, so. five years from now, the All-Stars, they are in the Pirates for any team in the MLB. They are currently in the Pirates minor league system, and that is for sure. Yeah, the, the Pirates minor league system just has flashing bright lights that just says, come get us, come get us. <laughs> you know, hopefully they can produce for the Pirates for a little bit, give Pittsburgh fans something to cheer about, but. You know, trade if they end up getting traded at the trade deadline, you know, it's going to be sad for a little bit, but then we're going to move on to the next fucking crop of players we got to deal with. Because they're even <laughs> better, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but, hey, I was fucking happy to see the Pirates take two out of three from the Cubs this past weekend. Oh, I mean, yeah. That was good to see. There we go. I'll tell you what, Raise they, that they Jolly Roger. Race the Jolly Roger, I'm all there for it. But then again, you look at a guy like Jake Arrieta. He hasn't been playing so hot lately. And then he just comes back as a Cub. And he just – something about him being in Chicago, that beard, that big old C on his forehead whenever he's that on beard that definitely plays in Wrigley. It's just different. It plays it in Wrigley. It just looks different. And the Pirates were just – they weren't ready for it. Arrieta is a very Pirate-sounding name. I'd be like – yeah, he sounds like he looks like a pirate. He's got a good pirate name, Jake Arrieta. I mean, think about that. You know, I feel like <laughs> he could be wearing black and gold for too long, maybe two years from now. And oh, I yeah. feel like that whenever he come, whenever the uh, he he's a guy that the press one on their side and not be fighting against. That's for sure. Yeah, maybe he can have a swang song in Pittsburgh back after <laughs> his career. You never know. <laughs> But yeah, Drew, we got three more prospects to go over. Number eight in the system overall, we got another right-handed pitcher, Brennan Malone. We talked about him a little bit before. Came over in that uh, Marte deal also. Uh, number 33 overall pick in the 2019 draft. Um, he has yet to actually throw a pitch as a member of the Pirates organization. So, you know, he's going to need to hone in on his craft for a while, but the size, delivery, the athleticism, it's all there. And I think he can become a solid big leaguer someday. You know, his fastball touches 97. He's got the ability to maintain that deep in the start. Um, I just – I like him. Another guy I'm interested in seeing what level is this guy going to start off in because, you know, it could be A ball. It could be um, extended spring training. We'll have to see. You got anything on this guy? Uh, yes, I feel like this is a fishing expedition for the park scouting uh, department. Uh, this, oh, I believe, really? if I'm not wrong, he is the first player that the Pirates have dressed from the IMG Academy in Florida, which is a 
prep school, private school that offers scholarships, and it's basically it's just mm. a pipeline to good colleges and straight to professional sports, whatever they are. Yeah. It's the top athletes, you know. I know they kick ass in football also. They kick ass in a lot of different things. Um, they're supposed to, you know, help make them professionals. I haven't seen anybody pop big on the college stage from them. Uh, I haven't seen anybody pop in the major oh, yeah. from them getting dropped out of after the high school, I haven't seen them pop yet. I know there's some guys who've been drafted. Really? A lot of potential. Um, some good guys. And I feel like this is the Pirates' first stab at it. You know, I feel like, you know, you could. this could be, you know, your first cast might be the lucky cast. You know, that'd be awesome. There's also a chance you could reel in nothing. So I feel like it's kind of a gamble, but I feel like they wouldn't do it if they didn't have faith in themselves. So. I think he's got a good path going forward. They're going to give him every, every opportunity, that's for sure. I like that. I like that. It's good shit, Drew. Um, yeah, so Malone, keep an eye on him. It just, I want to know where these guys are starting out. I can't wait to fucking grind these games and look up at the fucking box scores. I'm going to be eat, eating, breathing, and sleeping Pirates minor league box scores, and I'm fucking going to love every second of it. And so let's go ahead, let's move on to number nine, our guy, Drew, Travis Swaggerty. Fucking, they have no idea where he's starting off either, but I would I would assume AAA, but who knows. I mean, this this is an older guy. This is the guy that's going to be knocking on the door of the show, I think. This is the middle-aged Josh Donaldson of the future. He is going to light a fire in Pittsburgh whenever he comes up. He'll get traded in two years. Great name, great energy, great bat. Has some power, has some pop. I think that he's going to make his major league debut. He's going to be coming up in the majors this coming year. Probably makes room after injury or something like that. Kind of an older guy. And a pop Mm -hmm. about game two have a good little hot streak, may go down, then come back up again possibly, but I think he stays up, and I think he's going to have a decent year next year, and he'll be a part of a trade. But this guy has, you know, all-star game potential. Maybe not more than one, but I think that he has – I think he's going to be a great yeah. player to come. He's going to be a Hell solid yeah, I think he's gonna... year. If he's betting six in your lineup, you're feeling great. I'll tell you that much. I know if I'm a pitcher and I'm just looking up at the fucking lineup for the opposing team and I see a dude named Swaggerty is, like, in the six or seven hole, I'm like, fuck. Like, they got five guys that are going to be tougher to get out than a kid than Swaggerty. I mean, I know that's mm-hmm. going to be a little intimidation factor. And I think this you think Swaggerty some monsters, kid. You think some monsters the first, you know, one through four, sometimes the five guys get, you know, Goes one through four, then all of a sudden you go, oh, it's the five guy. I get a little bit of relief. And he steps over the plate and a guy named Swaggerty. You kidding me right now? He's going to clear the base. He's <laughs> like the four, number four guy did. And you barely got it to ground out on the fours. This guy's going to hit a tank on you, okay? He's got swag. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Swaggerty is just, I mean, he's just the kind of ball player you'd guess you'd guess he is just based on his name. Like, I think he's just going to bring plenty of juice to whatever fucking team he's on. He's got power, speed, a strong arm. It's just, you know, it's kind of a gift and a curse with him, I think, uh, just from my evaluations, Drew. 
apparently, you know, there's been some concerns about how 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 many moving parts he's got in his swing. I mean, it could cause him, you know, to go through some prolonged slumps. Uh, hope not, but he was the tenth overall pick in the in the 2018 draft. He's 23 now. I think it's time for him to put it together. I mean, I think they are. There's I think they reason, should be aggressive. What? The reason that he's the fifth overall pick, and he it's because he's great. And I don't the motion of swing. Who gives a shit? He gives about the only motion I care about from the swing is watching the ball go over the goddamn fence. All right, and that's what he's gonna do no matter what level he's at. He hits tanks. Just Shout out, shout out, Carlos Pena. Yeah, and I hope so. I hope you're right, Drew. It would be there'd be not there would not be a better storyline in baseball if we fucking talk this kid up and he fucking starts off in like Triple A. I hope they, I hope they started aggressive and they start him in indie. And he can fucking have a hot month or two, comes up around the trade deadline or like all star break and swagger he just makes a name for himself in the show. There'd be not a better storyline in baseball. And you would be the fucking leader of the fucking bandwagon, Drew. So fucking I can't wait. We'll we'll see uh I have a feeling he could be an early round pick in the fucking uh fantasy draft. So you got anything else on him? No, I'm good. Uh, what he his it's on the field what he has to say about it. He's got to do it he on does, the field. He does everything on the field. He does speaking on the field. Oh yeah. So uh so last prospect um uh, coming in tenth overall Cody Bolton right-handed pitcher. Uh, I think he's gonna be on the Altoona curve double A team start the year off. I mean. All this kid has done since since coming off a forearm issue his first year as a pro is just pitch his heart out. I mean, he really has. He's already got a decent four-pitch mix. I love his fucking – he's got a firm fastball. just throws a four-seam and a two-seam. They just play off each other nicely. And, like, the reports are coming out of 2020 at the training site. Uh, his slider is really taking a step forward. And so it's just – you can get a change-up going, you know, just throw whatever wants to the blue moon, keep the lefties off balance, look out for this kid. I mean, I like him. Cody Bolton. Are you a uh, Cody Bolton is a lightning bolt. He will be the lightning bolt for the Pirates organization, and that's exactly what his pitching is. I've been watching film on him for about – two minutes whenever I happened to figure out who the fuck he was, and I was watching this stuff, and it, it moves exactly like a lightning bolt. It's here, then it's there, and it does it at the speed of light. It has <laughs> great speed on everything he's not, he's got. He's not exaggerating, moves, guys. Whenever it moves, it moves quick. And there's it's nothing electric. that lays around, nothing slips. Whenever it cuts it cuts hard. It can come out at any angle whenever it wants to, and it's coming in hot at whenever it does. Whenever sure. he is on the mound and he's got his stuff, he is almost unhittable. It's just filth. It's straight filth. Pirates, I mean, got a lot of good it's young arms. It is execution. It is pinpoint execution. It is clean. It's not yeah. filthy. 
nothing goes out of the way. It goes exactly once it. He is clean. He is like a lightning bolt. The Bolton. Hell yeah. I mean, it's just, let's see if he can get the fastball command, if he can hone it in even more. And then I really think he can fucking be knocking on the door to Pittsburgh soon. I mean, I, lo- I like this kid. I know I said I like pretty much all these guys, but I really do, man. Like, this fucking system. You don't trade all your half-decent players last year on the Pirates at the major league level and not have a fucking pretty good top ten prospects. And I think these are fucking – we got some fucking – couple all-stars at least in this fucking – in this list, Drew. I think we're looking at a minimum of six all-stars by all in career and is done. I think there will be six all-star appearances minimum absolute minimum yep i could see it pirates up seven four tonight over the padres top eight fucking ian snell got hit around a little bit there we go pirates we're gonna be jay we're gonna be raising jolly roger tonight drew (laughs) 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 yeah good good shit drew uh you ready to get out of here you got anything else out of here hey um, believe in yourself and remember, always swing your sword. Hell yeah. You could be the luckiest man on the face of the earth. <laughs> not, even not even know it. Not even know it.